Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. I just want us to look, please, at the uh, second epistle of um, the Apostle Peter. Second Peter in chapter 1. We're only going to read several verses. And, um, and then you may be seated. And after that, you could jump up anytime you want to. <laughs> but then you, you can rest on the wonderful um, holy seats that we have. Ver- I'll start with verse 2. Peter, Second Peter, first chapter. And verse 2. Everybody can read together with me. Ready? Yes. Go ahead. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord, or Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him to glory and virtue whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Hold the scriptures above your head. Hold your Bible, your iPad, your iPod, your, your I wish, whatever. Hold, hold it up. Say, this is the word of God. Not an opinion. Not tradition. Not subject to debate. He's alive. He said, I believe. And that settles it. I am who he says I am. I have what he says I have. And if I believe it today, I can do what he said I can do. Now, if you believe it, set the Bible down, the Holy Bible down, and give the Lord a great shout of praise again one more time. Amen. Well, you may be seated. You are more than merely saved to go to heaven. You're more than that. The experience of Christ in you, the experience of the fullness of the Lord's salvation is greater than merely being saved to be transported in the hereafter or when the Lord returns the world which is to come to go to heaven. Now we thank God for his plan to make an eternity available to us. We thank God that I'd rather go to heaven than anywhere else when I'm finished here. Amen. How many feel the same way about it? Wave at me. Just wave at me. And so that's, that's important, that's wonderful um, um, a reward, that's a wonderful privilege, and that's a wonderful message, and it's a wonderful teaching. But the Lord in his teaching did not only focus on when it ends and there's, you know, goats on the left and sheep on the right, and some, you know, he says, enter into the joy, and the rest is, you know, homeless. I don't know. Uh, Can you understand what I'm talking about? Now I'm preaching the word of God. I want you to hear me with the ears of the spirit. Are you listening to me? I'm going to stop. I am not a politician. I'm not an employee of this church. I'm the patriarch of this movement. It was birthed in me when God called me. 
and put his unction on the inside of me to transfer into my life the very inheritance of pre-denominationalism so I can bring you something that is not an opinion, not a lie, and will not spoil you and take away what the Lord has deposited in your life. You're more than mankind has told you you are. You are more than a conqueror through Christ who called you. You can do all things through Christ. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Nobody can make you bow the knee to natural conditions or shy or bail out of the call of God on your life. That's why I'm not sent to everybody. But I am sent to everybody that has an ear to hear. If you've been looking for somebody that'll tell it like it is, lift you up, bless you, encourage you, reform you then hear me today as I talk to you amen just had to touch on that amen because many of you are living in nations and 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 places and states and so on where your access to Christendom uh, or the message of Christianity through many ministries unfortunately is uh made up of reruns. And I know it sounds humorous, but it's literal. And so many of my pastors that are sons of this ministry, and I had to have a good talk with you and slap you upside your head because parts of the world you're living in have convinced you something other than what Jesus came to build. Jesus didn't start a movement to fizzle out. He didn't start a movement to be split up. Neither neither by gender nor by color of skin. We are one family. We are one body. We are the church. We're the family of God. And the gates of hell will not prevail against us. And as we as we are accustomed to saying in the Antiochian Phoenician ancient church We are here, and we were here, and we will be here, and the gates of hell will not prevail against us. If you're planning to be here in victory, when the Lord's come back for some victorious people, jump up and give the Lord a great shout of praise. And so, so you're getting your word and thank God for reruns. But there's about to be a grand opening. There's about to be a grand opening. The body of Christ is no longer going to place every other condition in the world above the call of God. We're not the doormat of society. We've been delivered from the power of darkness. We've been moved by Christ. Glory be to God. To the mountaintops of service. Hallelujah. So if you have gratitude, uh, mix it with an attitude, somebody. Come on, mix your gratitude with an attitude. Isn't that right? Amen. You may be seated. Now listen, it doesn't bother me if you jump up just as long as you end up sitting back down afterwards. (laughs) So I could continue in, 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 in this word. We are here. And we were here. And we will be here. That's a very powerful word. We will be here despite our adversary. We will be here despite conditions, despite the agenda of godless people, despite the motivations of those that want to see us fail, despite the opposition of demon spirits, despite principalities and powers. We will be here. We will be here despite the plans of unbelievers. We will be here. We're not looking for the applause or the opinion of anybody. The door goes both ways. Amen. Don't let the knob hit you in the backside on your way out. We are not called. Hallelujah. 
to just accept whosoever wants to put an opinion on the pages of our holy scriptures. We don't follow an opinion. We are full of the word of the living God and the gates of hell will not prevail against us. Now, I want everybody with an attitude to smack somebody. Give them a smack in the shoulder. Say, pass it on. Now, don't, don't hit them hard now. Just do, let all things be done in love. Amen. Just a little smack. Come on now. <laughs> Son, did somebody pop you too hard there? Did, did they hit you too hard? And you there, young man. Yeah, the, 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 who, 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 hit, who hit you? Two, two, two people over? They, you must have needed it. No, don't smack somebody hard. Just then people will go out of here and say, the, the doctor is telling people to hit people. Don't, you know, just the love smack. Like, wake up, you need this. Go ahead, do it again. I'm going to watch you make sure that, amen. I'm looking out for you, man. I'm, amen. Hallelujah. And so, so, uh, so the, the, the scriptures are clear regarding the, experience the availability and the empowerment of the Lord in this life. He, he tells us clearly um, through his writings and we'll look at a, several other portions of scripture or maybe just quote them because I have enough people here that read the scriptures that you'll recognize when I'm not preaching or when I'm, hallelujah, you'll recognize, right? And so he said, according, according to um, his own power, his mighty power, his great power, has given us all things that are necessary. And then he goes on to say, through exceeding great and precious promises. That's the word of God. And that's the word appointments. This is why we synchronize or we unify our faith. Even though every day is a day of faith. And every day this ministry, the team, the extended student body. The pastors around the world. We're praying for the um, body of Christ. And our prayers are strong prayers for you. And um, many of you have certain calls on your life that seem to be impossible to fulfill. And so we declare into your life that there is nothing impossible with God. And we pray over you that a greater revelation internally would come into you regarding the Lord's ability to supply you with the necessary supernatural tools so that when it looks like it's impossible in the natural, the supernatural equipping would have come from the Lord himself. So you won't feel like you're being obnoxious or, or uh, you know, uh, assuming something. But you will know internally that it's the enablement of God and you'll have scriptures that validate that. So these great appointments or appointed times for performance... These are the times when the things you've been standing on the word of God for become the experience that you have. Hallelujah. When that thing leaves your ears, your neck, your shoulders, and your head, and then you can rejoice and get the word of the living God on the inside of you. You don't have to tolerate pain or affliction. You've been delivered. You've been healed or whatever the case might be. Or all of a sudden your student debt is canceled. Or all of a sudden, next thing you know, uh, you didn't know where you got it from, but it's an inheritance about, that comes from somebody that you didn't even know you're related. I don't know what you need. And the doctors will check you say we don't understand it we can't figure it out it has to be a miracle glory be to God hallelujah 
But we, we see these appointments, these appointed times, and he says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you may be partakers of the divine nature. And all of us understand that partakers is the original word of participants or associates with God in the divine nature is the theos nature or uh, the dio nature or the nature of aloho. Are you listening? Whatever language we go to, whether Hebrew or anything else, we're talking about the God nature. Translated literally into English, if it's translated literally into English, it would mean more than just divine because divine has gotten now to be, divine is like, um, um, is like, um, uh, what is it? Um, lime cake is divine. Uh, you know, um, Chocolate, dark chocolate cake, seven layer, whatever is like my sim- simply divine. No, 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 no. It might be good, but it's not divine. The only divine influence that could come on that food is the one that comes through your prayer over it when you're consecrated and dedicated to the Lord and, and, and you receive it. So the word, you understand why I'm, because the word divine just kind of has become a little weaker in today but we understand that this is this is actually in the birth of the english language the the this is the birth of the english language i'm not going to teach too much but i have to tell you this is this is in the birth of the english language and so when he says partakers or participants of the divine nature he's saying that through these exceeding great and precious promises where are they they're living on the inside of you why because the word is in you and the word is a person if, if, if God the word who made all things and is upholding all things together by the power of his word is living on the inside of you because you made an invitation and said come into my life and you accepted him and you called him risen from the dead and you accepted his plan of salvation and you believed that by his stripes you were healed and you were baptized into his fullness and you came up again a new creature then the activity of the living one on the inside of you is more than enough to transform and change you from glory to glory by the spirit of the Lord now if you haven't done that you can do that but if the word of the living God is living on the inside of us then there's more in us than merely a script There's more than merely something that I just agree with and just speak with my mouth. There's someone that is Lord of all, living on in, on in, in, within, among, with, upon, and through his body, the church. Glory be to God. And his, his appointments are, are in him. And so when he defines you, and you can't become what he says. The becoming is living in you in the person on the inside of you. I'm, I, I don't know if, I don't know, I don't know if any, anybody understands what I'm talking about. Everybody believes we shall be changed. But everybody, everybody puts that change in the future. And yet you sing to be like Jesus, to be like Jesus. All I ask is to be like him. I've come to tell you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. To be like him is simply yielding to the nature that he's made available to you. And allowing yourself to rise up and obey him with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Because something happens when the church prays, when the church praises, when the church worships, when the church flows together. Buildings shake, jails shake, chains fall, addictions are discarded. Hallelujah. A new wind comes to your life. And the hour has come when the enemy, your enemy, the devil that's been getting away with rounds of developing his courage and you're in that life's ring fighting the good fight of faith, you're about to hit him with one that buckles his knees 
and the church is about to gain respect back. We are the body of Christ. We've been founded by the Lord Jesus. We're participants of the divine nature. Now you can hit somebody with an attitude. Hit them. Say, say, catch this. And say, if you don't get it, I will. And so in, in the Lord's own speech, he declares to us while he is among us still, and I will give to you, or I give to you, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And we can see that it uh, alluded to in a number of places throughout the entire New Covenant. But it's recorded in the Gospel of Matthew. And it's spoken of in the 16th chapter. So the keys of the kingdom of heaven are designed to um, bind and loose. Designed to open doors and lock doors. So, so often I talk to people. Well, I'm, I'm going to say all the time. I'm ministering to people who have some things you'd like to forget or get behind you. How many of you will say, that's me, doctor. You're talking to me, apostle. Wave at me. Just wave at me. Just wave at me. If you don't have anything you'd like to forget, it's because you made a choice to carry it into your tomorrows. Now, if I'm talking to you now, just lift your hand and, and shout, you're talking to me, man of God. And so these, and the Lord defines these as keys because there's a number of reasons. One, our, 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 our rulership keys that are predicted about in the old covenant and declared in the birth and in the ministry of Christ verificationally. In other words, what the prophets talked about Christ, Christ came and verified and performed exactly what was talked about. And where it says, um, the government shall be upon his shoulders, or and then I will give to him the keys of David. Then you understand a number of things. One is that you had to be, um, or if you were a wealthy landowner or merchant or an heir to a particular throne or 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 um, uh, ma- magisterium or dominion or, or you were born into a family like that identificationally there, there would be these large keys that are pertinent or relevant to that that you would carry you could carry on your shoulders and those keys would define that you're a particular individual from a particular family or region or nation or whatever and you have certain authority given to you that's one And two, the Lord uses that allegorically. Now, the Lord has given. Now, if the Lord didn't give us this, we couldn't preach this. But he says, I give to you. And somebody said, well, he was talking to the apostles. Somebody else might say, no, he was just talking to Peter. No, he was talking to all his disciples to pass on the keys because he certainly doesn't want you to be incapable of forbidding. Whatever you forbid on earth is forbidden in heaven. Whatever you release on earth is released in heaven. He wants you down here while you're living down here to know that in his name, by by the fact that you've been born into his kingdom, you are an heir of what he delivered in the 16th chapter of Matthew. You're an heir of the reality of that thing and you have the authority to lock the doors on the enemy and keep him out of your life and you have the right to unlock the gates of the kingdom and release the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit and the ministry gifts that are in the church and the victory that is in Christ and the healing that is available to mankind and so 
when, when he gives us that and he said, whatever you, we're heirs of that. I'm an heir of that. And I'm an heir of that, not theologically only. I'm an heir of that in practice. I'm an heir of that in reality. When we went to Guam and I took my team to the nation of Guam and, and we had the governor of the nation of Guam uh, uh, declare that day as, as, as a day of the Guam blessing and gave us the commendation and you know the churches there that I wanted to reach the entire island. The churches there, even the host church, which I won't go there now. And we were gonna do a few days at the host church and then go to the stadium and um, have a, as many of the people of Guam, which are made up of a number of people, both indigenous as well as um, oceanic and, and Asian and, and um, different people. How many understand what I'm talking about? Should I stop? No. Lift your hands, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. One more time. And one more time for the Holy Spirit. And, um, and so we sent literally thousands of, um, of um, packages to the team there to distribute to every willing pastor or chaplain or whatever that is on the island of Guam. And then my team got there about a week, a week and a half after and found every one of the packages in the back room of that ministry because that ministry was too particular about the kind of people they wanted to be invited even though we're going to preach Christ to set the captive free. Two weeks before the thing, maybe ten days. So what, what we did is we sent artwork over there. I don't know if you know the story, do you? I sent artwork over there and a ground crew. And the artwork just said, do you need a miracle? And uh, do you need healing? And it was myself holding the Bible. And we passed it on. Now you got to remember it's an island with about 100 at the time, 150,000 inhabitants. So basically, you'd have to really um, reach out in order to get 3,500 people or 4,000 people into the stadium that we were going to fill. And so all of a sudden, prejudice went out the window. See, you leaders that are already gone to talk to my Lord... You've left this planet. You locked the wrong doors. And you didn't want this group or that group or this person or those people over there to get over this meeting. Even though you weren't spending a nickel to fund that mission. Now I'm talking like that because I've got students in Guam. And I've got many students in, in, in its sister missionary island in Hawaii. And I want to tell you, we need to break down the walls of partition between us and we need to stand up for the word of the living God that the gates of hell will not prevail against. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so, so what I did... Reverend John, you were part of that, but I don't know how old you were. Pastor Christy, you were 16. Is that what it was? Yes. And so, you know, we have a stadium. It's going to be pretty empty. Because that's what happens when you insist on being so selective. You're no longer relevant to helping people. You see, if God presented you with perfect people then you don't have an anointing. You know how you have an anointing? 
When you can tell somebody the truth, they can be corrected, they can be instructed, they can be lifted, they can be delivered, they can be set free, they can be ready, and they can run the race set before them because you told them the word of the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the word of the Lord for the earth today. And of course, I dealt with the leadership once I got there, but I couldn't get there, you know, a day or two before the ministry and have nobody know on the island that we're coming. Does that make sense? We need, to, we need to introduce them to Christ, you know. And so my team did just passing the flyers on the street. And just from word of mouth and a little flyer, the word got out to, um, to the island, probably, I don't know, maybe, maybe family wise and all that, 150,000 people, who knows how many families it is, maybe it's uh, 15,000 families or whatever, I don't know, maybe it's 20,000 families, all depends on your your childbearing fruitfulness, whatever. And um, when we got there, of course, the, the church was, was full uh, to overflowing, and the Lord moved among the people of the Lord that were already taught the Word of God, and many of them were, you were disciples, International Miracle Institute graduates and students. But um, the Word got out to a gentleman that had a program on the island, a nationwide radio program. And uh, he wanted to, um, they said, would you do his radio show? It's a secular show. I said, well, sure, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a secular show. And everybody was shocked. Because I was there by divine assignment. See, wh- when you know what you're doing, and you know why you're standing where you're standing. You know how to ask the Lord. And how to get strategic answers from God. To get you from point A to point B. So that you and I can do big things for the kingdom of God. To help society and humanity with the answer which is the good news of the gospel. And um, you know this part probably. I, I, you know, I was in the green room. You know what the green room is. I'm preparing to, um, to uh, be asked on because he had another guest. And um, I overhear um, in the hallway the host of the show disclosed. You, pro- you probably might get this. Pro- and you know I'm telling you the truth. And um, I heard the host of the show because he had taken a break and put on a commercial, come out and talk to the producer or whatever you would call it, the person that does the booking or the scheduling of the guests, and uh, make his intentions fully known that he was going to just like really go after me. And so, you know, when they called me and I came out and I I saw him, uh, I knew what he said, but I didn't let him know that I knew. Amen. Because just because you hold the microphone doesn't mean you, you hold the authority. And so that's what happened. And he was from Detroit, Michigan. He's, he's a, uh, he had been moved. I don't know if it was militarily or whatever. And as a child, he's, he grew up in church. So he started talking to me. Well... You, you're here and you're a healer and all that. I said, no. I said, we're here to preach the gospel and, you know, we can, you know the Lord does miracles. He, he said, well, well, what makes you think that the Lord does miracles? I said, well, let's assume there is a Lord. If we just assume there is a God, we probably have to 
conclude that he must be a good God. If he was an evil God, we're messed up and your show's about to go off the air and whatever. I don't remember every word I said. It's the truth, isn't it? How many of you believe he's a good God? Amen, so go ahead and breathe. Amen, he's not gonna charge you for that free oxygen. Amen. People are always asking if there's intelligent life on other planets. I'm looking for intelligent life. I'm thankful to God I got intelligent life in this place and out there. Woo! Glory to God. So I'm talking about I'm talking about what? Binding and loosing, forbidding and allowing. And so so I'm talking to him and I said, Well, he, then we would assume he's a good God. And secondly, we all can applaud and thank um, the uh, good doctors, the good dentists. The, the, the faithful ones, the real ones that have helped our loved ones or helped us or when we needed something, they supplied good advice and, not, and we call them good doctors. So we call um, medicine and help and whatever um, a, a good work. So now if, if, we, if, if, if there is a God, we would have to by definition believe he's capable now, if he's capable of fixing his creation and he doesn't want to, then how good is he? <laughs> but, if, but, if, but if he said he will and we minister that and we focus on and we thank the Lord for the times that he does heal people. Now, of course, you've got to remember I'm going for the highest miracle and that is the miracle of salvation on that island. I'm going for the highest miracle. And that is the miracle of salvation. And uh, so he said, I grew up in church. And as a little kid in, in Detroit. Um, and in every church we visited or whatever. I have never seen a miracle. I said, you got to be kidding me. What kind of church have you been in? I said, I normally tell people who've never seen a miracle that they probably come to church late and leave early. <laughs> so we're having that talk on the air and, and then he kind of, you know, we're not arguing. He kind of like says, okay, well, you know, what do you promise people when they come? I said, well, we, we're just going to love people. We, he said, what do you do with skeptics? I said, I love skeptics. I said, the greatest thing to see is maybe a skeptic, <laughs> you know, see something they can't explain. And um, this is going out now. This is like, this is three hours, maybe three and a half hours. I don't remember. Live, uncut, un it's going all over the island. All over the island. Well, this, is this your first time to Guam? No, I've been here before and people got healed when I was here before. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do this. Let's open the phones for people to call. Well, guess what happens? People call. Hello. I'm Miss Guam. Oh, yes, I know exactly who you are. You and I met. You. Yes, yes, I, I have that business. Yes, yes. Well, last time Dr. Harfush was here... I was healed. <laughs> Little kids called in. Hello, when Dr. Harfouche was here last time, I went up and I couldn't talk, and now I can talk. He's like, oh. and 
And the next thing you know, amen, what he thought would be a trampoline that will knock me off of my assignment became a platform of invitation for everybody to come. The brigadier general got saved and healed. One of the senators was dying with AIDS. He was 95 pounds. His family had given up on him. He got up out of that wheelchair, was totally healed by the power of God. When we had an altar call, everybody in that stadium came to receive the Lord as their Savior. But I got to tell you something. On Wednesday night, we're going to meet on Friday at the stadium. On Wednesday night, there's a typhoon headed directly to Guam and it's on all of the networks and all of the media and all of the reports. It's coming directly and it's showing the chart of the typhoon. On Wednesday night when I was preaching in public, I said the Lord did not send me to Guam to bring the Guam curse. He sent me to bring the Guam blessing. I command that typhoon to turn into the ocean. And so by Friday morning, all of the news media could not explain why it took a 90-degree turn from Wednesday. And be, But somebody had the keys. Somebody had the keys. Oh, if you're going to shout, shout. If you're going to shout, shout. And this is fact, not fiction. This is history. This is, this is searchable. This is one of, you know, a thousand and one things that happened. And you say, well, Dr. Fush, do you say that we have the authority? Yes, we do. We have the authority. But once I, I see and God sees that you have been inducted, you have been introduced into this truth and you are growing up in this truth then there comes a time when there is a need for the corporate, the entirety, to come into agreement around the word of God so that our prayer will be with one voice and our praise will be with one voice full of the unstoppable spirit of Almighty God. And so today in the earth, you might look around you and see some things that are inconsistent with the promises of God. And you say, why is God allowing those things to happen? God is not allowing those things to happen. God has already infused a generation with enough truth that if we rise up, unite in the spirit and act on that, then that corporate voice could not be denied by any power of darkness because the God of heaven will answer that call of faith that is coming from his body, the church. Glory. We are here. And we have been here. And we will be here. And the gates of hell will not prevail against us. Somebody jump up to your feet and shout like you never shouted in your life. My God will touch you. My God will mend you. My God will heal you. My God will lift you. He'll deliver your loved ones. He'll help you have a compassionate heart. And he'll move in your life and whatever it is that was her hereditary or generational will be broken off of your life. You'll take the keys of authority and you'll lock them on the memories of disappointments and the things that have been done to you in the past will no longer be uh, affecting your attitude towards uh, mankind. You'll be able to love humanity because you've locked the door on unforgiveness and you opened the door for the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You shut the door on the enemy. You open the door to the Lord of your salvation. You praise the God of glory. You worship him and magnify him. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Now I give to you, he says, these keys. And whatever you what? Well, notice now, keys and binding are synonyms. So that shows that the authority is in your capacity to either open up 
or to shut down. And if you can agree with me that you're seeing some things in the world that you don't like, then you can agree with me that we need to shut down. We need to shut down the influence of evil. We need to recognize that evil is not seen with the natural eyes. We need to recognize that humanity is not deprived. But there is an invisible force working against humanity. And that invisible force is not alien to us. It's alien to our nature. But we know exactly who he is. And we know exactly how the the Lord our Savior defeated him. And defeated his principalities. And defeated his powers. And he made a show of them openly triumphing over them in his cross and by the power of the blood of his cross and the washing of the water by the word he cleanses you and I internally as well as externally to go ahead and use our authority necessary to bind what kills mankind and afflicts mankind to the, the, and cast down humanity and to release what blesses mankind and, and helps mankind and um, the, the greatest authority on earth is granted by Christ to the church. The greatest authority on earth is granted to the church. You're, you're not under the heel of the age you're living in. You're, you're not, you're not, you, you don't have to decide to be pliable to the lies of the adversary. You could be strong against the lies of the adversary. You can believe the word of the living God. You can believe the one that cannot lie. You could stand up in victory in the midst of a broken world. You can carry the antidote to the poison of the devil. You can carry the vaccine to the damning power of sin. You can carry the healing power in the name that is above all names. You're not a normal person. You've been born of God. You're a supernatural creation anointed by God to have victory. If I don't have any looky-loos in there, if you came to spy it out, well, this is, we're just getting started. But if you are ready to meet business with the Lord, jump up to your feet and thank the Lord ahead of time. Thank him. Thank him. Jump up to your feet if you mean business with the Lord. And thank him ahead of time. Thank him for your loved ones. Thank him for your family. Thank him for your promotion. Thank him for your blessing. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your hands on yourself and and just thank the Lord. Say, thank you, Lord, Lord, for choosing me. me. Thank you you for helping me. me. Thank you you for blessing me. me. Thank you you that you called me to be a blessing. To To minister out of my overflow. The overflow of your will in my life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That that word will get over into the lives of people. And they'll be set free from everything that is not pleasing to you. And they'll learn that they're partakers in you. With me, me. in the God nature, in the the divine nature, in the the nature of Christ, Christ. for the Lord Jesus the Christ, Christ. you Lord, Lord. you're my savior, you're my my healer, my helper, my My energizer, my renewer, my renewer of strength, my renewer of youth. My renewal of revelation. You're my shepherd. My supplier. My blessing. According to your sacred word. I have everything. 
when I have Christ, I have Christ. And, I'm and I'm filled full with him. Now I thank you today, Father, you today, by, the same Spirit of Christ, by the same Spirit of Christ that you have given us, given us in order to cry, Abba, Father. It is with that enablement that I thank you. And I thank you for hearing me. I thank you for hearing us. I thank you for hearing the church. Your body. I thank you that you always hear. You've heard. You hear. And you will always hear. I thank you that requests are granted. Prayers are answered. Needs are met. Blessings are poured out. And triumph is our experience. If that's you, lift your hands and let the world hear you shout with the greatest shout of authority and victory and liberty that they've ever heard come out of planet Earth. Hey! Hey! And that's you! That's you! That's you! Shout in your home! Shout in that! Shout wherever! Shout in your office! Shout in your church! Shout in your home group! Glory, 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 glory. And and this is what what um, we've been teaching on, and this is why my FCD disciples, I felt very strongly to give you Friday. Does that make sense? And, and to, to take our time to give you Friday, but we had, we had about like 15 hours plus together, and what a, what a time it was. I mean, you can't describe it, I can't describe it. The, the day Dr. Robin didn't make it, uh, she can't describe it, right? And um, you couldn't describe it. And I had to get the team, our, our, our closest team, in to taste what it's like to be in this advanced setting of training so that they could understand how to talk to, um, you know, the prayer families that we pray for you and, and, and we stand with you and all that. But this is also what, what uh, Lamar mentioned last night about me saying comes a time when you put an amen on your prayer and you start giving thanks. Well, that, well, that giving thanks is done how? By the Spirit of Christ that cries, Abba, Father. So when you and I agree we're part of the body of Christ, that we're here as representative of the Lord of glory. He's not absent. He's present on planet Earth, living and thinking and talking and walking in the lives of Christians who will never betray him. We will not deny him before men. We know better than that. So by the Spirit of Christ. We cry, Abba, Father, and we say thank you for the very things he's already granted, and we know we call them done. 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 And um, you may be seated for a moment, and I want to get you ready because I have not received or given you an opportunity to give in your tithe, in your previous catching up of tithe and offerings, because some, some of us have not been able to um, uh, get our, our tithe and our, our members also, that your pastors, you can't forget that you tithe at your church, but you also double tithe to the headquarters or the supernatural hub that you're trained in and doctored at and uh, alumni through and, and so on and so forth because there's a world that needs to be visited and reached and we're not going to pull back on, on, on that and uh, so I have not received personally an offering but I know there is a opportunity today before we pray for uh, the Lord to give you before we pray over the prayer request for the Lord to give you an opportunity to sow a supernatural offering 
And I want you to put your hands on your spirit. Say supernatural. Supernatural. To me. To me. Say a breakthrough. A breakthrough. To me. To me. A miracle. A miracle. To me. To me. A feast. A feast. For me. For me. A supply. A supply. For us. For our life, for our ministry, for our call, for our family. Now, if, if you just take a moment, and, and Pastor Christie, just get, get your spirit ready. If you take a moment, what I started talking about today, you may not have um, heard it plainly. But I started speaking, and, and in preparation for what I'm going to talk to you about today... I started being directed by the Lord regarding the, the very necessary, very essential manifestation of the Holy Spirit available to the church um, in the power gifts called great faith or the faith of God. Do you know there are three gifts that are power gifts, right? Yes. Do, do you know that daughter, right? Three power gifts, they're what? Working of miracles, great faith or God faith, and gifts of healings. Those are the manifestations or expressions of God in this world that do things. Nothing is done. Nothing is done without their activity. The Red Sea had to be split, there had to be an activity. Of working in miracles when there was a great faith to influence the stretching forth of the rod because if God tells you you do something about it like he told Moses certainly the empowerment to do something about it came from God are you listening to me and and so I'm gonna get nervous if you get quiet <laughs> are you hearing me yes. and so so we're not belittling, belittling any aspect of the uh, gifts of God because today I've been prophesying. That's what also inspired utterance is. Preaching and prophesying is inspired utterance. The word means to spring forth and the word means also to foretell. Did, did we foretell the truth? And we know the fact we have been here. We are here, we are here, we have been here, and we will be here. That's hallelujah. You're going to make it. You're coming through this thing. Victoriously, triumphantly, with encouragement, with breakthrough, with grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're coming out of that thing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. And so the Lord spoke to me about, and, and so the, the gift of prophecy or tongues and interpretation of tongues, those are very important. Why? Because what Apostle Paul says when we prophesy, we edify. We uplift the church. We, when we hear the word of God, doesn't it lift up your spirit? Come on now. You have to work hard to resist the positive word from God. And it's just a fact. If you expect God not to speak positively, you need to reevaluate your definition on the word God. Because he certainly doesn't speak anything he's not positive about. Let alone put it in writing for us to read. So that somebody could get smart enough to be busy and then question whether the promises mean what they said. Where did that come from? I was just trying to talk about the power gifts. And that's the truth. And also word of knowledge, like this morning, a word of, word of knowledge. Word of wisdom. Discerning of spirits. Those, those are very important. But if you're going to get something done, or if there's a miracle you see in the word of God, you can be certain the activity of the Holy Spirit manifested in what we call the power gifts or the gifts that do. How many of us are doers of the word and not, yes. not hearers only? Yes. 
How many are doers? Yes. Not hearers only. Well, we all know. We all know that without faith we can't please him. So the reason we're doers is because we heard the word and faith came. And on that measure of faith that was imparted by the Lord, the giver of the spirit of faith, we had the ability to do what we could otherwise not do being merely human or merely natural beings. Thank God. Now what happens when there's a big word that promises us big things? Well, I'm glad you asked. So in Mark, in, in, in Mark, the 11th chapter, he tells us clearly, and uh, after he walks too, and that's very, very wonderful analogy of the Lord Jesus walks over to a fig tree expecting to find fruit on it. And there's no fruit. How many are aware of the story? Wave at me if you're aware of the story. Okay. You're aware of the story? You have an arm? Uh, wave at me now. I preach for effect. Amen. No, I do. I mean, because if, you, if, I, if I don't see your reaction... I got to rely on the Lord to give me insight into how much I'm touching you. Does that make sense? And that's too, too much of a job. I just, you could just do this and I'll know. It's not impossible, but you know. So that's, that's just a fact. He goes to the fig tree and guess what? It's fruitless. What good is a tree without fruit? Somebody said, well, you know, you know, for the benefit of the fig tree, it wasn't fig season. Well, tell that to Jesus. Because he walks over there expecting. What, what's wrong with you, Jesus? Don't you know you, you were raised up in the Holy Land for crying out loud? You know exactly when there's figs on the tree. The disciples are probably following and they have no clue. They're like, okay, where's he going? He goes to the tree, look, there's no figs on it. And then he talks to it. No man will eat fruit from you from now forever. Lord. The next morning, then, he, 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 listen to me. Don't just keep sending prayer requests complaining about things planted in the field of your life that I'm giving you the authority to curse from the roots. If the devil's messing with your stuff, speak the word into the roots of his existence and cast him out of the field of your fruitfulness and get the will of God manifested in your life. Now you can send prayer requests, but mix it with sponsoring or underwriting in the international and get it on IMI year one, year two, and learn how to stand in the middle of your condition in the world, not be ruled by politicians, not be ruled by businessmen, not be ruled by the wicked, not be ruled by devils, not be ruled by demons, but be directed by Almighty God to stand as a society, as a body, as a group of believers or as a minister hallelujah that the enemy cannot overcome am I preaching too much does anybody here feel like you want all that God has for you all right you may be seated so he speaks to it and he said he says no man will eat fruit from you from now forever and walks off. Now the, that's, how many think that's a wild rabbi? It's a wild teacher. <laughs> it's a, it's a, never, seen, never seen it on this wise before. What, what manner of man is this? So the disciples were like, okay, he's talking to trees. And, and so we, we go with him, amen. That's right. That's right. I'm in good company when you don't figure me out. What in the world is Dr. Doomer? Well, get in line. We got 2,000 years of track record. We're walking in the, in the footsteps of the Lord. 
But, but that's what he did. And so the next day when they're coming back from another account we won't get into. Simon Peter notices that the tree. Now in one day, he's, he doesn't say, look, it happened. Here's what he says. Look how quickly the fig tree you cursed is withered from the roots. And Christ said, have the God faith. For whosoever will say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his or her heart. He shall have whatsoever he says. Glory, 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 glory. Have the God faith. Have the God kind of faith. That means God is not withholding it. He couldn't be telling humanity to climb up and grab God's faith. No human could get themselves there. But he says, I'm going to give you this. And watch this. You're marveling at how quickly the results happen. This is what's available to you. The God faith. Have it. Grace supplies it. The keys are a gift to it. And when you lock that door, it doesn't take that long for that door to be locked. When you open that door, it doesn't take that long for the kingdom to come out. There is authority, liberty, and freedom in the house of God. Somebody jump up and shout like you never shouted in your life. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com, and we'll see you next week.